back to Sneak Speak, the pod where we share fresh views and tell stories about shoes. I'm your host, Emma. Back again. You know the drill by now. (laughs) I gotta start by addressing the fact that there wasn't an episode last week. (laughs) Uh, I told myself I was gonna be consistent every Thursday, but you know, life got a little crazy, so I had to take a little hiatus, but... Don't worry, I'm back this week and have a great episode set up. I asked for some questions off my Instagram story and you guys delivered. I'm going to be answering some of those questions, doing a little bit of Q&A for you guys. (laughs) I think this is actually a really cool opportunity because I kind of realized, even though I did that introductory episode where I talked a little bit about what made me start the pod, I haven't really dove deep into my past experiences and my background so this will be the perfect chance to kind of divulge some of that and I have a couple personal shoe stories that'll probably come up along the way you guys asked me some some really good questions (laughs) a lot of them were pretty similar so that'll that's pretty cool great minds think alike and yeah without further ado I'm gonna dive into question number one So this was actually the most asked question, and I think that's because most of the people that listen to this podcast know me in some capacity, and just to give you guys a background for those of you who don't know me, shout out to my people in Ireland. I see you listening, and I appreciate it. Um, I just graduated from the University of Georgia back in May, and the question was, what are you doing next? Anyone who's a recent college grad can probably relate to this question of people pressing you, wanting to know your plans for the future, but it's hard to even plan when life has just been so crazy these past couple months and the job boards have been tough, but I'm excited because I finally have an answer to this question, which is I'm moving to Denver this September, first week. I've already signed a lease with a group of girls who seem pretty like-minded so I'm pretty excited I'm hitting the job boards really hard right now and hoping to have something um I don't know like set by the time I get there in September but if I don't I'll figure it out I'm a hustler and yeah it's just it's really exciting to have something to look forward to finally and for those of you who know me personally you probably know that it's been a dream of mine for a while to move out west I just love the culture and the nature out there I've lived in Georgia my entire life so I'm ready to see something new and kind of get outside of my comfort zone so yeah Denver just seems like the perfect place I visited last March before the world got crazy and it just seems like the perfect fit for my vibe I loved the beer I loved the views I loved all the different outdoor recreational activities you can do out there. I will be snowboarding this winter. I'll be hitting the running trails like it's right up my alley. So if you know me well enough, come visit. (laughs) But yeah, I'm excited. So that answers that question. On to question number two. So for this question to keep 
this podcast on brand. I got to showcase one about shoes. This one came actually from previous guest, Adam. Shout out, Adam. He asked, what are your favorite pair of Jordans? Now, I wasn't sure whether to interpret this as like, what's your favorite pair of Jordans that you specifically own? Or what's your favorite pair of Jordans in general? So I'm just going to answer both. Um, <laughs> so the my favorite pair of Jordans that I personally own are definitely the Jordan 1 Retro High Dior. <laughs> I can't even say that straight. Uh, no, if you are familiar with that shoe, you know that I'm a broke bitch and I definitely don't own that shoe. It is hot though. I do, I do really like it. But... In all seriousness, my favorite pair of Jordans that I own are definitely my Jordan 1 Barely High Retro Volt pair. They're bright green. They're vibrant. I love wearing them because you can wear just like a super monotoned color outfit and then like pop on the shoes. So yeah, I think I actually posted a picture on my personal Instagram recently in them. So check it out there. So that's my favorite pair that I own. But in general, for Jordans, I think I got to pay respect to the Jordan 1 Retro OG Chicago. It's just the history of that shoe and being, like, the first. I just have, like, a lot of respect for it, I guess. It's just, I don't know. You you definitely know by now that I appreciate a good story behind a shoe. I actually might feature that on if this sneak could speak another week, I want to get someone on that can talk about Jordans. So yeah, stay tuned for that. But those are my answers. On to question number three. <laughs> so this was like the second most asked topic that was asked in a couple different ways. Uh, we're talking about the Nike SB Dunk Low Grateful Dead Bears. <laughs> I had um, someone asked for my opinion. Someone asked if I, it was overrated. Um, someone asked me to rate them. And then someone asked if I could cop them a pair, which is a definite no. But I'm going to give my overall review and opinion on this shoe. So for those of you who aren't familiar, you should definitely look up the shoe. <laughs> it's kind of crazy looking. Um and came out from Nike SB, and Nike SB is really, really known for their collabs, and this is a big one, because a lot of people are diehard Grateful Dead fans. I'm not personally one of those people, but maybe if I was, I would appreciate this shoe a little bit more. The design, it's, <laughs> I don't even know how to describe it. It's it's wild. Um, it comes in three colorways, the yellow orange and green I know the orange is kind of the most sought after I'm not sure why personally I like the yellow the most but the material is supposed to look kind of like the Grateful Dead bears so it's super fuzzy looking <laughs> which I don't think is super wearable per se but I guess it's a neat idea in concept <laughs> I don't know uh, personally, I just think it's a little childish looking and it kind of makes the shoe look super chunky. So it kind of looks like one of those old school DC shoes, you know what I'm talking about? But it's just 
not super wearable. I guess the best pros I could see about the shoe is that it's super vibrant. It's um, got the insole with the dancing bears, which I think is pretty cool. But yeah, I just don't get the insane hype around this shoe. They're reselling for two grand. Um, it must be just the like cult following behind the Grateful Dead. But I don't think I would spend over a hundred on these if I were to see them. Like, honestly, I just, I'm going to rate them a 5.3. They just don't do it for me. I can't get over a shoe that is unwearable because for me, that's a huge factor when I'm like looking to get a shoe. So yeah, I think that's my overall review. And once again, no, I cannot cop you a pair. (laughs) Okay, on to question number four. This one is... What's your least favorite pair of shoes that you have ever worn? And this one comes with a story. So I already told you guys my story about the Heelys and how problematic that was. But I've got another embarrassing shoe story for you guys about graduation, which is fitting for the time since I just did not have a college graduation and this is probably the only graduation I'll ever have to remember. But I think the story started a week before graduation. I was picking out my dress and my outfit and I found my perfect pair of wedges. And so just to preface this, high school girls, like I was so high maintenance when it came to like special occasions and what to wear like prom and all those different things so for me like I this perfect pair of wedges like I had to wear and we were as I was walking out the door a couple days earlier for uh, some I think it was graduation pictures the shoe broke I freaked out and my dad being the kind kind person he is decided that he was going to use Gorilla Glue to fix it. And he guaranteed me. He said, quote, 99.9% chance this shoe is going to stay together. Like, you do not have to worry. I've used Gorilla Glue on several of my projects around the house. It's super reliable. Like, you're going to be fine. So I was like, you know, these are my favorite shoes. I'm going to wear. I'm going to wear these wedges. These are perfect. Like, I'm I trust my dad like 99.9% chance they're good like okay so I wear these to graduation we get there and before graduation we have this like walkthrough two hours before and as we're going to do the walkthrough the heel rips off and now my wedges have turned into one of them being a flat because the heel is just completely off and the other one still being a perfect wedge so I am completely uneven I cannot wear these shoes. I panicked like a normal high school girl at this day that was supposed to be super important. And a teacher saw me panicking about the shoes and saw the situation and asked, what size are you? And I said, nine and a half, ten. And she went looking, asked all the different teachers for what size they were and finally found a teacher that I had never even met before. And that was a size 10. So shout out to, I I don't even remember her name. I wish I did because that was so kind of her, but she gave me her heels to wear. And yeah, so I was like, okay, 
I guess I'll wear her heels. And then she went to her car and had like a backup pair of sandals. So I'm strutting out on the actual graduation in someone else's heels. And within the first couple steps, I realized like I do not have the skills to walk in these heels. Like I was wearing wedges for a reason. I was not comfortable walking in heels. And honestly, when you're not comfortable walking in heels, it's almost better to just not because you look ridiculous. And (laughs) so I took off her heels at my seat and walked across the stage barefoot on my graduation day. You know, at that point, I just kind of had that like fuck it mentality and just just did it. Um, all my pictures turned out fine. Luckily, my mom ended up bringing a f- extra pair of wedges because she, I guess she just had a feeling this was going to happen. She Like, my dad is just constantly, like, fixing things around the house and things sometimes break. <laughs> so she kind of thought ahead and I ended up wearing the wedges from the car at the end of the night when we were all taking pictures. But yeah, I walked across the stage barefoot and that was probably the worst pair of shoes I ever wore because... They did me dirty and made me walk across the stage barefoot at graduation. But shout out to that teacher. Wish I remembered your name because you really tried to save the day. So, yeah, that's a little shoe story. Um, Once again, embarrassing myself per usual. Um, On to the next question. So this one asked, what was your favorite experience at UGA? And a couple different things come to mind. But I think one really stands out. And that was my study abroad trip to Australia and New Zealand. Um, (laughs) I went into the program not knowing a single person. And I think that turned out for the best because it really forced me to get outside of my comfort zone. And I think a lot of people in my group were in the same boat. We first stopped at this island where no one had cell phone service. Like literally it was the middle of nowhere removed from the rest of the world and it forced us to get really close during that first week because we had to kind of make our own fun and really like learn about each other and I think that really made us a close-knit group and I'm still very close to some of those people to this day like they know things about me that some of my closest friends don't even know which is crazy to think but the trip itself just really really taught me a lot about not only myself but also sustainability we were studying sustainable development and it was really unique to talk to some of the people there and their perspectives on that like it just seems like there's a lot more respect for nature and like the planet over there so that really like I don't know made a big impression on me I also just got to see so many cool places that really took my breath away one that stands out was going to the fjords in New Zealand we went to this place called Doubtful Sound and literally it looked like dragons belonged there like dragons should be roaming free it just I can't even talk about it enough to do it justice like even pictures aren't worthy like it's just insane if you ever get the chance to study abroad I would highly recommend it you will grow so much as an individual and truly get some experiences that'll that you can value for the rest of your life so yeah that was definitely probably my favorite experience at UGA on to the next question this is probably going to be the last one of the day 
I want to keep this episode pretty short since the others have gone pretty long, but it's kind of a two-parter. So what is your zodiac sign and what is your Enneagram? And these are two (laughs) topics that I've gotten really into over quarantine. I feel like I actually learned a lot about myself. You can believe what you want about the zodiac. Like some people are into it, some people aren't, but you can't argue with the Enneagram. Like spot on. So for my horoscope, I am a Leo. My birthday was actually yesterday. And I don't know, there's parts of the Leo that I relate to, but then other parts I kind of disagree with. So Leo is a fire sign, very passionate, likes to be in the spotlight, which that's the part that I kind of struggle with because people have told me that I come off as sort of a shy person at first. So I don't necessarily know if I love being in the spotlight. Like even thinking about my birthday yesterday, I tried to stay like really far under the radar. Like I loved hearing from my friends and family and everyone wishing me a happy birthday, but I didn't like to make a big deal of it. So I don't know. But the part of the Leo that I feel like resonates really well with me is Leos are sometimes referred to as fearless optimists. And I feel like that aligns very well with me. Fear has never been a problem and I'm always willing to get outside of my comfort zone. And in fact, I feel like that energizes me. So I definitely see myself in that light. And I'm also pretty optimistic and pretty good about seeing the silver linings of situations. So yeah, I would definitely say the the horoscope is kind of accurate. There's definitely parts I disagree with and parts that resonate, but love being a Leo. I think I think it's a pretty cool sign to have. I mean, a lion is kind of badass. So yeah, on to the Enneagram though. So the Enneagram is a personality typing system that shows people's motivations and describes patterns in how people interpret the world and manage their emotions. I am personally an Enneagram type 7. This is spot on. <laughs> like I was reading the description for this and was like, yep, that's me both in the good parts and the bad parts. So the type 7 is the enthusiast. Enthusiasts are very spontaneous and extroverted. They value experiences and have a strong sense of adventure. This 100% reigns true to me. Like, I love to stay busy and keep a full schedule. I'm very motivated when it comes to pursuing experiences. (laughs) One of the biggest problems, though, with the Enneagram Type 7 is I I tend to overextend myself. It's really hard for me to say no to something, and I always get really bad FOMO. So lists are really important for me to stay like on track. I always have a to-do list that I'm working on. So if you're also an Enneagram Type 7, definitely use a list to stay organized because if not, you're going to be constantly pursuing tons of different experiences and you're going to lose track of what you're focused on. Type 7 is also a head focus number, which means I tend to act based on my thoughts and logic, whereas there's also numbers that are heart focused and gut focused and that's just not really me. I tend to be a pretty analytical thinker, so it definitely aligns well with that. But if you don't know your Enneagram, you should definitely look into it because personally, it is 
shown me a lot about myself that like I wasn't necessarily aware of at first but there's so much that it can help with whether it's interpersonal relationships or your career drives or like what you want to accomplish in life so I would love for you guys to tell me your Enneagrams like especially if you know me just like text me what your Enneagram is and yeah I think it's also kind of interesting to try to guess what people are so I already have some opinions about what other people are and I'm wondering if those align with what they actually are so yeah send me your Enneagrams and I think that wraps up the Q&A segment so that's all I got for you guys this week I hope you enjoyed there were a couple questions that I didn't quite get to so maybe I will answer those on a future episode but in the meantime remember to follow the pod on Instagram at sneakspeakpod send in your shoes stories to sneakspeakpod at gmail.com I hope you have a great week and I will see you next episode